I'm Emily, and welcome to Reliving the Dream, a podcast created for and by Disney fanatics. In this series, I will be inviting some special guests on to talk about our Disney favourites, dreams, hints and tips, bounds, food, and recent news and opinions, with the hope of reliving our best Disney experiences together. Whether you've visited every park in the world, or just enjoy watching the classics, I truly hope you're going to enjoy reliving the dream with me. Let's dive into the magic. All right. Hello. Welcome back to season two of Reliving the Dream. I cannot believe we're actually on season two. It's very exciting. Thank you all so much for supporting me so far. I have a new guest with me today. I have Josh. Hi, Josh. Hi. <laughs> He's so excited. I am. He's got Winnie on his lap and everything. Of course, classic Winnie. She's back. So Josh and I, well, how long have we known each other? Um, I'm going to go for... 10 years for or so. nine yeah nine yeah. years nine ten years i think i first saw you in a show in 2012 oh yeah so 10 years it was rent that's 2012 <laughs> yeah right yeah yeah i'm laughing because i played a tra- i played a drag queen it was amazing. if i like look at my life <laughs> now don't know if that would be my uh casting to be honest <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was great but then i think we met each other the following year so 2013 yeah we started so, to teach we started to teach together yeah, in 2013, we, yeah. we teach we teach wow we, teach. we taught together uh, at a theater company which i'm still a part of but josh has moved on to uh brighter sons i think so he uh he's he's him he's chatting to me and i i've asked josh to come to the podcast because he's got something a little bit different that he's able to sort of talk about but we're going to get on to that very shortly josh tell us tell us all about your your disney experience disney has definitely always kind of like been a part of my life um from a very young age like we'll just watch the classic films so we had them all on vhs Mm. um and i would I don't even think I particularly had favourites. I just like to watch all different, different, yeah, all of them, all of them. And and then when it came to the parks, we um, got taken to Disneyland Paris, I think when I was about four. And then we first went to Florida when I was seven. And again, when I was 12. And that was kind of like, I remember those as quite clear kind of childhood mm. memories. And then I kind of feel like, yeah, and then I kind of feel like when I went into my teenage years, I kind of stopped. I took over. Stopped? Yeah, I don't know really what happened, but I kind of definitely disassociated myself with liking Disney just because I was maybe doing other things. And then it was when I went back to Disneyland Paris in 2017 with a mate. So how was I then? Like, yeah, like 24. And I kind of, kind of, rediscovered a bit of a love for it and started going back and watching old films new films and ever since then really i've kind of just it's always just been there and i've just it's just a kind of almost like a safety blanket in a way that it's like, a constant yeah yeah like you know you know you're kind of like stuck at a loose end of what to do oh i'll just like put on a cool like a disney film yeah whatever you feel it's also because the variety there. is so nowadays anyway the variety of what you can watch oh yeah Definitely. And what comes under the umbrella of Disney is so varied that I kind of feel there's something for everyone, you know? Oh, yeah, 100%. I agree. Um, just have to stop and just say Winnie is enjoying her life so much right now. I'm enjoying my life. She's sat on Josh's <laughs> lap, just look, she's staring at me like, I'm I'm really happy, Mum. That's what's happening. I'm going to ask you now about about sort of what 
what I would say is the most exciting thing you've done with your life. Now, uh, for those that are unaware, Josh is an actor. He's a performer, and he's been in lots of uh, musicals and all sorts. He's been in things like Wicked, Kinky Boots, School of Rock. And he's he's looking at me, going, "Go on, name them all." Um, <laughs> I I didn't get to see Wicked because it was a, an international tour, wasn't it? Yeah, you didn't fancy the trip to Singapore, did no, you? No, <laughs> no, I was I was thinking that was a bit too much. Uh, but I saw you in School of Rock and Kinky Boots. You did. Um, and most recently, and this is the one that I'd love to talk about, uh, is Frozen. You you ended your run in Frozen in September, didn't you? Yeah. So you've you've been in it for you've been in it for a year. Yeah. So we opened. September 2021. And you closed September 2022. Yeah, oh, I left. The show continued yes. and I left the show in 2022. Tell us about your time then. Yeah, it, mad. Longer than I think people realise mm. because it was a job that I knew that I was doing pre-pandemic. Yes. So I booked, I booked Frozen January 2020 and was in rehearsals for another job that was then meant to finish in September and we were then meant to start rehearsals pretty much straight away. I think I was going to have like a week off. Like basically my 2020 was planned as it probably was for many people. And then it all came it all went, went wrong. <laughs> tumbling down. <laughs> um, so by the time that we ended up opening Frozen, which got pushed back twice, I think in the end and opened in September, 2021, uh, I'd already kind of been like a part of the project for mm. nearly two years. Would so you have I'd... like got to know your castmates as well? Have you... Um, as you sort of started making those what, connections. What, by that point? Yeah. Uh, we'd have been introduced to each other via Zoom. A so lot. no one really <laughs> knew each other. But interestingly, um, one of my best mates from the show who played opposite me in, in the character that I was in the show, we were doing that other job together. Uh... So we kind of laughed when we booked the gig together, being like, booked Frozen, I mean, being all, oh, wow, well, we're stuck with each other for the next another year two, yeah and yeah. then i did not see her for nearly two for nearly two years so for those that haven't seen the stage show or are not familiar with the stage show pavi is not the same role as he is in the film in the film he's very much the granddad who's called grandpavi in the grandpavi yeah he's sort of the, yeah. the granddad of the trolls he looks like a rock etc um whereas what what how would you describe the role of the trolls and pavi in the stage show so they've got a different name they're essentially called the liminal people, the hidden folk. If there's a few, oh, good, there's multiple names. Hidden <laughs> folk, liminal people. We are liminal, being the point between what's real and what's not. So as gotcha. people, as characters, we're meant to give off that impression of: Are these people human, or are they mm. something else? Yeah. Um, and that very much came across in our appearance. We all had kind of big. Um, like leafy hair, mm. really kind of like interesting costumes, which incorporated um, like earth tones. And you looked quite to me. You looked quite almost like fairyish. Yeah, there was a slight feeling, not quite as you know pastel coloured, but like very earthy fairies. Ethereal, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, people kind of said it was a bit avatary, but not blue. Yeah. No, I get that. Kind of. I get that vibe. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Their part in the show, their function in the show, yeah. I guess, yeah. is is still the same as the film, but it's just presented differently. I think from what I know, there were workshops where we, they were, they did try to make them look like the cartoon and they had people appearing as like little trolls. And then the mm. there's actually a really interesting video on Instagram of the guy who originally played Pabby on Broadway and he's literally got the grand Pabby face like on his on top of his head and he's like hidden oh, under a cape right. and then he lifts it off and he's wearing the costume that ended up being your costume the costume yeah. that i wore um 
And I think also he originally was used as kind of a narrator in the show as well. The trolls were meant to be the narrators of the musical. But, you know, these these things go through um, workshops and processes and changes all the time. So they ended up landing on whatever it was what they landed on. Yeah. Um, and you end up singing, you were fixer-upper, weren't you? You were. Yeah, and that your, was all still kind jam. of the same. Like the, 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 yeah. the trolls, well, the hidden folk characters still did what they do in the film. They were mm. just presented slightly differently. Such a good number. Um, but, oh, yeah, no, I loved it. I, I, loved I had the pleasure of seeing it, it uh, end of July, uh, end of July 2022. Cause by the time this goes out, it'll be 2023. So I need to remember to say 2022. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, it's currently Boxing Day, by the way. So this is what we do on our Boxing Day. Um, <laughs> so I managed to see it in July 2022. And uh, I had the immense pleasure of sitting in the middle of the front row. <laughs> which was just I can't remember bonkers. how we managed that. I think I had like some form of code for like a special discount for a selected few shows. Yeah. And I was and like, oh, like... babe, I can get you front row for like. And I was like, a, a decent price. Yes, please. You were like, sold. I'm here. Um, I, I absolutely loved it. And honestly, it was ridiculously magical as a show. Mm. Um, and I'm not going to ask you how they do all the magical things because I'm sure you're not allowed to say. But it's um, w- one of the things I wasn't expecting that I, the first time I, I cried <laughs> in the show was in the first time, in for the first time in forever. Right at the end of that is when, like, all of the cast come on stage for the first time. And you'd met some of them before, but others have come on. Like, you met Hans for the first time, and you saw Sven for the first time. Yeah, and, and Sven and stuff. Yeah, Sven comes in from the back and sort of, like, lollops onto stage and comes right to the front. And it's like this huge reindeer is, like... Ugh, almost hanging over me because I'm sat in the, in the front row in the, right in the middle. And I wasn't expecting Sven to feel so lifelike. Mm. It oh, was, it's mad. It's amazing, isn't it? I was, I, so I knew that Olaf was a puppet. That was, that was something that I, I was already aware of because I'd... Please excuse when he's squeaking in the background. Um, <laughs> I was already aware of Olaf being a puppet because I'd seen pictures. I wasn't quite expecting Sven to be a life-sized reindeer. I was almost expecting it to be two people holding sticks. Like a panto horse. Yeah. But but Sven was ridiculously magical just for being so real. And I I believed that Sven was a reindeer. Yeah, know? oh I think yeah, no, you're definitely not the only one. I that think the way it. that they did that was pretty awesome. Insane. The people that are are Sven must be so nimble and, and exhausted exhausted <laughs> must be so fit yeah well they're essentially whole there's two people who share the role they only do four shows each just because of the the physical yeah. toll that it takes on the body but you know you, there's a one point i think in the show where you the longest time he's ever on stage is eight minutes and bear in mind when you are on stage as fed you are essentially holding a plank mm. so these people are holding a plank for eight minutes for eight minutes insane, with a pretty heavy costume on no yeah the, the the other bit that for me was ridiculous. Like obviously it goes without saying that Fix Rapper was one of my favourite bits just because it was your song. No. Um but um finale of Act One was Let It Go. And for me, like <laughs> I ended up receiving a text from Josh in the interval to say that he was watching me through the wings. 
Yeah. And what was it that you said? You said my reaction was everything you'd hoped it would be. Yeah, I think obviously just like I knew that you'd wait a long time to see the show, and also hoping that you'd like you were liking it. So then I tried to like sneak in right to the corner of the wing to try and like peek through the curtain to see your face as the as the magical thing that happens happens. Mm-hmm. Um, you, know, you know, we can call it the dress change. People know that the dress changes. Oh, the they just don't know how it changes. Yes. Um, it changes and within I just saw, a blink. Yeah, I saw your face kind of just. Your mouth dropped. I, I don't think went... you. I think you looked at Ryan, like <laughs> with the biggest smile on your face, and yeah. And then all the tears started. <laughs> yeah. As a song, I don't care for Let It Go. I really don't. Like I, I know it was the most popular thing in the film, and you know it became this sensation. I don't really care that much for the song, but watching it there, I had waited a long time to see the show. I'd waited a long time to see the dress change. I was front row. I was watching Samantha Barks, who I have followed as a career. I followed her career since she was in the Andrew Webber. I do anything. I do anything. Yeah. TV show. I voted for her. That is Did like you? literally. <laughs> I I have been such a big supporter of Samantha Barks for a long time, and I was. She was right there. I could spit on her if I wanted to. Like well, she was she, probably spitting on you as she was yeah, singing, probably. to be honest. And it was just such an in- intense moment and I just sobbed as soon as the dress changed that was it it was just magic I was sobbing and I was <laughs> spending the whole interval going <laughs> texting you making sure you knew how much I loved it yeah I just, <laughs> it I, so look, if it's any consolation I don't think you're like you're in a very large group of people oh, who I have had imagine. a similar reaction so I can imagine it was just amazing it really was so you also were understudy weren't you for Hans the yeah. Southern Isles. How many times did you get to do Hans? Only twice. Um, wow. And one of them was very dramatic when... The... Oh, yes! Please tell us about the dramatic day. Oh, yeah. It was It was, <laughs> It was. was all a bit silly. So I was on for Hans for the first time and then um, the, my understudy for Pavi was on, but... Here's what I found. Oh! <laughs> that's my... That's my... Hello, Siri. That's my Apple Watch. Um, hello, Siri. Um... The uh, the guy who was playing Pabby, he literally did his first scene as Pabby and then tore his car <gasps> as he climbed out of a window. There's oh a bit where God. Pabby goes in and out of a window. It's all a bit Peter Pan and tore weird. So, you know. um, <laughs> and he, yeah, he tore his car. And then, so I was doing Act 1 as Hans and then I had the bit as Pabby in, in Act 2 as Fixer Upper, the, the creative team who were in the building, the resident team just came up to me and said, okay, right, so we need you to do both. Um, so Hans did both. and Pabby. So, yeah, it was it was weird because Hans goes off in Act One, then doesn't come back till about half an hour into Act Two. So then doing Act Two, the bit is Pabby on stage, knowing that I would then have to run off and get changed and come literally immediately back on his Hans. There was even a line that said on stage, Pabby is on stage, and um, Christoph says because this is when Anna's, you know, they've found ice in her heart and mm-hmm. she needs to go have a true love's kiss or she's going to die. And Christoph literally said, we've got to get you back to Hans. And I was literally stood on stage <laughs> going, next to okay. her <laughs> as a different character, being like, okay, that's me. Um, ran off, oh had like a big group of people getting me changed and changing my wig and oh, all sorts and then ran back on. Was there any was there any, any part of your costume for either character that had to be altered in order for you to, to do both? Oh no no no! It was just it was just a big Fine. change. Or oh, I didn't wear my tattoos, so usually it's probably our tattoos. So that was I didn't different. wear the tattoos because they were like, "This is just hassle. We do not need to deal with." So let's just leave it for Make now. Make it a little bit. I quicker. think the audience were potentially quite confused at points. 
Um, but it happened. And then I played it another time towards the end of the contract. And I just did the one roll. I just when did you didn't hands. have to do Pabby. Uh, yeah, it was nice though. It was nice as a like a because uh, it's hard as an understudy. You know, you do all the work, and then and then you don't always get to have the payoff of doing the mm. thing. So it was really nice to actually have a go at it, top to bottom. I I also just sort of as a final thought, I notice online through your sort of Instagram mm. how many friendships you made in Frozen, mm. and obviously you've already said that the. The person that played is it Boulder the yeah Boulder. person that was opposite My you. Show wife. Yeah. Yes, your show wife. You you said you already knew her, but I keep seeing all these posts on your Instagram of like we're having a little meet up and they're all cast members from the show. And I know I know that the one of the the girls that you were really good friends with in the ensemble is now playing Anna. Yeah, Emily, which Emily is Lane. amazing. Yeah, she. She I've was heard the her. second understudy and she essentially blew everyone away when she went on. So when it came to cast change and we knew that oh. um, Stephanie McEwen, who was playing Anna, who's an incredible, incredible, incredible actress, uh, she was moving on from the show and Emily just gunned for it. And I think she had a lot of backing within the building of people mm. who believed that she was really right for it. And she went for it and... Yeah. Well, we saw Dreams, yeah, Sarah, Sarah Connor. Connor. She was yeah. amazing. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't think understandees get enough credit from people not in the stagey world. I mm. think a lot of people, particularly nowadays with things like stunt casting, that you you know you, you get quite a lot of that. Um, people will often go to a show to see a performer rather than to see the show. And uh, I think understudies are not given enough yeah sort of yeah credit i guess because i think there's this sort of general consensus that understudies can't be as good as the the, the original actor because they're not cast as them but actually they're doing more they're doing like ensemble roles uh, other sort of roles in the show and then they're doing the main roles when they need to at the drop of a hat sort of thing i think it's amazing i love an understudy oh bless you thank you yeah we do we you know as long as understudy quite a few big roles it it can be you never want like an audience to feel disappointed that you're no. that they're seeing you as opposed to the. I guess the that's part and parcel of the job. You, you but, expect but that is part it. Of it. Yeah, and all we can yeah. do is go on and do your best. But and hopefully no, impress them. <laughs> we're in a very saturated industry where there's a lot of people who want to do what you're doing, and mm. so the margins are very slim. And so the difference between you, as an understudy, and the person doing the role full time, isn't probably going to be much. No. Um, you're all good that's why you're in the show it's that it's definitely that and I think um, I think what was lucky with Frozen was people very much went to see Frozen yes. so if you did have an understudy it, I think many people didn't really notice obviously like Sandbox has, does have a decent fan base so maybe some people would go wanting yes. or expecting to see her but um, anybody else I don't think uh, the show the show was what the setting the selling 100%. point was the show itself yeah. not the people in it to be fair, I'd have been super disappointed if you weren't in it the day I went. <laughs> oh, well, there you go. It's nice. It's, ni- it's nice to be liked. <laughs> all right. Okay. So, well, thank you very much for telling us all about Frozen. No, it's all right. Um, it was great. Honestly, I look back on it as a um, it, one of the best years of my life in terms of oh, yeah. job, matching lifestyle, matching relationships and, mm. and, you know, everything that was kind of happening Everything formed that, together in that yeah, year. Yeah, it really did. And it was a very special thing to be a part of. And I'd never done an original London cast either. So That's all the really perks exciting. that came with that were, were great. 
Amazing. Very grateful. I can't wait to see what you come up with next. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> All righty, we're going to move on. Disney. Disney, yeah. Back to back to the actual the podcast. Is I just think people should be interested in your Frozen life. Oh, thank you. Okay, so Disney favourites. Okay, here this we is go. A, it doesn't have to be quickfire. You can discuss it. Okay. But I'm going to ask you about your Disney favourites. Okay. And you sort of tell me what it is and why. And why? And okay. why? And why? You know, you don't need to justify yourself if you don't want to, but it'd be fun on the podcast. Okay. So, so what is your favourite classic Disney movie? Is Kate... Are you going to do what Ryan did, aren't you? No, I'm going to use what... a really like. Oh, okay. I'm going to. Is this a bit much? What does Disney classic? Is that pre? I'm going to use the word Renaissance. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to give you the same instructions that I gave Ryan. Yeah, and you said. I'm. Um, I would say you would include Renaissance in that. Yeah, hundred percent. Okay. I I would be going for. 2010 or before. Okay. So 2010 was Tangled. Because I actually am thinking like pre-Renaissance and post-Renaissance, just because okay. I think sure. those are very like clear are, are you, eras. Are you, are you including that era as classics or not? Uh, well, yeah. So therefore, because yes. one of the films is in there. Fine. So as a kid, I do definitely think the film that I kept going back to was <laughs> God. Get ready for it, Sleeping Beauty. Oh wow! Um, yeah, that of all was films. that was wow. the go-to. I remember. I was. Very much obsessed. Okay. Um, and then Hunchback. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That is ridiculously dark. Well, it is when you when you view it as an adult. As an adult. When you view it as a kid, it you're going, like, oh, wow. you know, you're watching Esmeralda dance on stage, you're like, slay! Um, <laughs> <laughs> is that what you did as a kid? Oh, yeah. But then, yeah, as an adult, when you actually really investigate or, you know, you um absorb the themes of what the film is, right? And what the story is. Incredibly yeah, it's dark. really dark. Well, it's Victor Hugo, isn't it? It's based on a, it is, it's yeah, a it's... pretty dark gothic novel. Um, Same author as Lem is, for those that don't, don't yeah, if you follow want another, authors another very stage much. of reference for you. Um, yeah. yeah, it's a very, very dark film. But actually, as a kid, you watch it and you're like, oh, festival, love a little festival. Yeah, like... definitely. Um, so yeah, I'm going to say those two. Okay. Contrasting. Interesting. And yeah, Stephen Beauty, I was just obsessed with Merryweather. <laughs> Which one's that? The big blue fat fairy. <laughs> <laughs> just calling it for what it is. Just was thought she was great. I thought yeah. Is she the one that's really sarcastic? Um I can't remember. She's there's just there's the one... one line that I know from Sleeping Beauty which is like um oh this doesn't look very good. Well that's because it's on you, dear. Oh no, that's the I think that's the red one. That's the Flora. Flo- yeah, what is it? Flora, Th- Fauna. Fauna, and Merryweather. No, she's Merryweather's the one who's like, when Maleficent is saying, I didn't get my invitation, she's like, You weren't wanted. <laughs> <laughs> and also, that. that's another reason why it's a favourite, is because it contains potentially the greatest Disney villain of all time. Oh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? She's spectacular. Yeah. Absolutely iconic. spectacular. I can't say the soundtrack is great. I, I'm not. I don't care. No, for it. it's not. It's not. But no. I just think if I if I'm going back to like um, my childhood and what I remember of it in a in a, I guess in a Disney capacity, that film does that's it ping out. Yeah. No, I get that. Nice. Yeah, I think my, for me, my favorite is Peter Pan. Right. Lovely. Which nowadays is controversial for its uh, racist undertones. Oh sure. Because yeah. of the the Native Americans. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Hundred percent. And I. I don't necessarily go, it is my all-time favourite film, but when everyone says, what's your favourite Disney film? Peter Pan's the one that comes out. 
Sure. And I'm like, that is, for me, Disney. You know, yeah. and I feel like that's what you're doing with Sleeping Beauty. Yeah. It is Disney. It may yeah. not be the best film of all time. No, well, of, course it's, of course it's not. But, <laughs> but it is Disney. Okay, that definitely was not quick fire, but there we are. Next. <laughs> no, no, absolutely not. Uh, next up, favourite Pixar? Monsters, Inc. Wow. That, that was, was that quick was, fire. That was Look quick at you fire. go. Um, you didn't even breathe. Mm, no, yeah. Easy. Okay. Always has been. I think ever since it came out. There's definitely, I think, probably like better films. Mm. But if I think back again to what I view as my childhood when it came out, how many times I've seen it, my ability to probably quote the thing top to bottom. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Monsters, Inc. Easy. Love that. All right. Favourite princess? Mmm. Nah, I can't say Roy. It's so dull. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan said Winnie, so, um, you know. Oh, right, okay. Do you know what? I think potentially something like Moana. Does she count as Disney princess? Yeah, Moana, Disney yeah, she'll princess? count. I, she's, she's... I don't think she's technically been coronated, but oh, I, no. I think okay. we count her as a princess because her father is the sort of chief, isn't he? Yeah. So she would technically be a princess. I'll, what, I'll I'm allow trying it. to think what else, what else is there. Okay, it's not Anna or Elsa, sorry. <laughs> Cinderella, no. Sing Beauty, no. no, she's too boring. No. Uh, Little Mermaid? No. no. Okay, sorry, cool. that was quite crazy. No. <laughs> yeah. uh, Belle? Yes! No, it's Belle. Sorry, it's Belle. Okay. I right. just forgot. It's Belle. Rapunzel was the next one I was going to say. No, it's Belle. Okay, Belle. You know, you just, there's so many that you forget. And technically, mm-hmm. she well, she gets married to, I guess, a prince, doesn't she? It's also um, Tiana. Belle. I think because Beauty and the Beast was a another favourite, for sure. Mm-hmm. I think it's also... I think that is one of the films where you're like, that kind of is just a perfect film as it is. That's just like 90 minutes of, you can't really, nothing really needs changing in that. It's just really good. The animation, yes. Yeah. Well, isn't the animation is changing? <laughs> no, 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 the live action. I mean, the animation doesn't need changing. Oh, right? yeah, no, I'm referring to the, yeah. I'm referring to the, yeah. to the Renaissance. Yeah. <laughs> um, renaissance. To the Renaissance. Um, Belle, yeah. always. Do you know Love what it is? It. I think, I think as a kid, I was just kind of taken aback by, the beauty of a card, you know what I mean? You know, like oh, oh she's stunning. Go, oh wow, this is oh, a, really a cartoon. It sounds person. really stupid. Yeah, she, but she's a cartoon. She's a cartoon. <laughs> yeah, favorite other character that is not a princess. Any other character? There's just, there's just so many. Well, look, Meriwether's up there clearly. Meriwether is clearly up there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, favorite other character, Meriwether. Um, live action. It can be any character. I'm gonna say this. This is because I'm really random. This is because I'm being put on the spot and I can't. Like if Your I actually if I actually like went through <laughs> the films that I kind of love, yeah. But um, and also this is a tribute as well. As a kid, and loving the film Bed Knobs and Broomsticks, I oh. think one of my favorite Disney characters is Eglantine. Time. Yeah. Oh, Angela Lansbury. Yeah, I can't oh. tell you how many times I watched that film. Yeah, makes me sad. Iconic. Yeah. It does make me sad. Yeah, she's um. So you love she's, Beauty and the Beast, and you love Bendels and Broomsticks. Yeah, so neither of the films that I said to begin with. <laughs> <laughs> you just love Angela Lansbury. She's, yeah, she's like, clearly, right? Yeah, she's... Yeah, but who, do, who, who doesn't? Who doesn't love Angela yeah. Lansbury? Um, All right, so yeah. Meriwether and Eglantine Price. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Have you seen Bendels and Broomsticks, the musical? I have. It's very good. I did. I enjoyed it, I did. I really thought it adapted... Some good staging. They adapted it well. Mm. They adapted it really well. I, to again, stage. one of those things that I didn't really understand how the magic worked. 
How did the bed? Oh, work? I didn't. Yeah. I had a mate in it, and I was like, no, no, I can't. Please don't we tell were me. A... No, I was like, you must tell me. I cannot sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I will not rest easy. I loved it. <laughs> Until it was you really tell good. me. Right, favorite Disney mm. park. That is a single park, okay. not a whole resort. Okay, yeah, yeah, fair. Um, in terms of like magic, I would probably say Magic Kingdom, but I feel that's really kind of cliche. But as like a thrill seeker's paradise, probably Hollywood Studios. Hollywood Studios in Florida. Yeah. Yeah. All right. But I would also put Disneyland Park in Paris up there. Up there. I would say Disneyland Park is more magical than Magic Kingdom, but I don't know whether that's because of my nostalgia. Sure. That's I, fair. I. I I just think Disneyland Park has more structure to it. I feel like Magic Kingdom was a bit chaotic. I, <laughs> I love that word. I just, I chaos. I, I mean, it's like pure chaos. <clears throat> like, it's really lovely, lawful chaos. Mm. But, there, uh, yeah, I don't know. There was something about it. I was like, I don't understand this park. <laughs> I don't get um, it. Maybe. It's always so busy. And it's always a bit manic. And Okay, no, I, I, no, I, I get that. I do get that. I think... I loved it because I'd waited. So, so I went to Disney World. We'll talk about this. I went to yeah. Disney World this year for the first time in twenty-seven years. Mm. That's a lie. Seventeen years. 17 years. <laughs> I was say, you're not it wasn't as dramatic. I wasn't two when I first went. Um, I hadn't been in seventeen years, and I feel like the expectation of going back and and Magic Kingdom being that first park mm. that I think you kind of feel you have to do you have 100%. to do it first, first because last. it's like the epicenter I guess of yeah. what it's the, the resort is mm-hmm. um that was, was quite an overwhelming it. day and I couldn't stop smiling and I was just like it just feels so literally magic even though it doesn't have the best rides it, it I think it does need a bit of TLC but the castle was all doled up for its 50th it looked really nice I've waited 17 years to go it was all kind of perfectly mapped yeah. out um whereas I guess because I've been to Paris a bit more yeah it's less iconic to you yeah I guess I remember you going on your trip and sending me a voice note in the middle of Main Street you go to Florida and you were like I'm in the middle of Main Street. I'm looking at the castle. Here, here, listen to the music. And you held your phone up to hear all the music. He's like, I thought you'd really appreciate it. Okay, bye. And I was like, <laughs> thanks, Josh. Thank you so much. <laughs> Look, I, th- I thought of you, okay? I loved Be it. grateful. It was so um, good. Yeah, I was just, to think, overwhelmed by, by it. And it, we were there quite early because we had, well, actually, no, we, d- we had the early access thing, but we we didn't use it. We just spent the time just kind of like... Wandering up and down Main Street in the pavilion, the main like epicenter. What's mm. the what was that bit called at the top of Main Street by the castle? Is that, that, does it have a name? Hub, Central Hub. So, yeah, whatever Something that's like called. That. I think and in Paris it's Central of, Plaza, but I think it's the hub yeah, in Florida. Maybe the plaza. Yeah, or just kind of sitting in that feeling, mm. and also because it was the start of the holiday, there was so much anticipation, there was so much excitement, and therefore that feeling was kind of overwhelmingly magical mm. and that's why i'd probably say that so park. magic kingdom and hollywood studios hollywood studios just because i think there. it just has all the best rides yeah i it was my favorite park hollywood studios mm. oh was it nice it was uh but disneyland park is up there as an honorable mention oh for sure okay for sure all for right. sure can i give one more honorable mention yeah. for a part of naming every single disney park the hong kong disneyland park have you been yeah nice yeah okay i can't remember a lot about it but I also do remember going 
and it being so... Was it while you were on tour with Wicked? Yes, gotcha. we were in Hong Kong, of course, <laughs> which is why we went to Hong Kong. We went to Shanghai. Oh my goodness. Oh yeah, no, I've done more. I've done. Why did you not say that earlier? Yeah, because you know it... when I was like, hey, what's your Disney experience? <laughs> yeah, that's so true. I kind of forget. I forgot. Okay, so you've been to Hong Kong and Shanghai. I've been to Hong Kong and Shanghai as well. Um, Shanghai was a like was just a wet, wet, wet day. So I don't have particularly like amazing memories about it. Although Tron smacks. So when that opens in Florida, like <laughs> get ready, kids. Right, okay. It's a great ride. It will absolutely slap. Yeah, yeah. it does. Um, and Hong Kong, Hong Kong was just really cute. And I just went with a group of friends, and we had like a really like heart-affirming, lovely day. It was so, wholesome. It was so wholesome. And we watched, like, a night parade. And it was all just really nice. All and right. there's a really chaotic kind of Seven Dwarfs mine train, Big Thunder Mountain, like, crossover ride, which goes backwards. And it's great. Okay, all right. Cool, right, so moving on. honourable mention to Hong Kong. <laughs> yeah, Love that. <laughs> Quick fire, sure. Favourite. Go on. This is going to be hard. No, I know you're about to say. Right. Um, <laughs> you're allowed one answer and one honourable mention. Okay. It might make it easier for no, you. No, I can do this. In fact, if I, <laughs> I feel like I've... <laughs> Did I rank them? <laughs> <laughs> He's no. checking his notes. <laughs> just checking my notes. <laughs> um, Favourite ride. Um, okay, disclosure or disclaimer. I, I went before Guard- Guardians opened. Yeah. Um, which, which is very bitter about. Uh, I'm not. Bi- I'm just. I'm just <laughs> sad because everyone's saying how good it is. We were like, oh no, months. you missed out. He was like, thanks. By I like know. two months. <laughs> By like two months. Never mind. It's open it in May, it didn't it? I made my piece. Yeah, and we left in March. So yeah, two months. I've made peace. It's cool. Um, so on my trip, I would say my favourite ride was Rise of the Resistance. I just thought, in pardon me, in terms of a, a collaborative design of. Um, immerse, immersion, an actual ride, lighting, sound. It like we said, we talked about this earlier. Like it was like living in a Star Wars film for like ten minutes. Like yeah. it's not a ride; it's an experience that should be called like Rise of the Resistance, the experience. Star Wars experience, yeah, because it, that's fully what it is. It doesn't feel like a ride at all. It doesn't feel like a ride. No, it's incredible. It's incredible. You are just in the movie. Yeah, it's mad, and the the, the scale of it. You know, walking into that hangar and seeing 800 stormtroopers or whatever it is, it's probably not that many, but just seeing like the army of stormtroopers and, and seeing the, um, I don't know what they're called, but you know, the big uh, droids that Those shoot. look like they're uh, the, like War of the World style. Yeah. 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 yeah they're mad. And then plus on top of all that, on top of this incredible scenic design, it's also a ride. It's mm. just kind of crazy and, it, and there's no track so it feels like you don't know where you're going next oh, you can't no. guess where you're going absolutely insane. and there's like drop elements there's like shooting up elements oh i i you know you know i don't like a drop you know i'm what i'm like mm. tower of terror i actually preferred the drop on rise of the resistance to the going up the elevator bit that made my stomach go that one oh, no, that was going great. up i was Thrilling. like oh did you go on tower of terror no wimp <laughs> grow up <laughs> 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 you and Terror of up. Okay. My honorable so... mention, Toy Story Mania. Toy Story Mania? Yeah. So good. So good. So your three favourite rides are, in fact, in Hollywood Studios. So good. On that trip, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's so good. So good. So much better than Buzz. So much better than Buzz. Buzz needs a revamp, man. Yeah. It's beige. It's, it doesn't... It is beige. It, it just no, needs a bit that. of... Again, a bit of TLC. Like, mm. like we said, the whole of Magic Kingdom kind of needs a bit of TLC. I don't like the fact that you can't pick up the gun either. 
What in the, in the Florida one? Mm. No, you can't, can it you? It bothers me. Yeah, I want a little bit more no, aim. I get you. Favorite Disney song. Woof. Um, <laughs> there's just so many. Uh, okay. I feel like it has to be an Alan Menken song. <laughs> I mean, if it's not, I'll be disappointed. Yeah, it is. Of course, it is. It probably is. Just going back to good old Ange, it's probably Beauty and the Beast. Like in terms of like an actual just classic melody, yeah. simple orchestration, beautiful lyrics, and really nice. Yeah, a nice moment yeah. in the film. Yeah, for sure. But then, but then my head goes, "Are you mad?" Like, think of like Encanto. How many bangers are in Encanto? But, but then I think the thing about Disney is like, it's nostalgia counts for a lot. Yeah, you're willing to overlook the quality of something for its personal meaning. Mm. I think a lot when Mm -hmm. it comes to favorites. Um, and my honorable mention would probably be "You'll Be My Heart" by Phil Collins. Did Ryan Ryan said that as well, didn't he? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, and I was like, really? Why? <laughs> Why? I think. Excuse me. It it won an Oscar. Wow. I think you need. I think you need to reconsider. <laughs> I need to reconsider your my perspective. <laughs> um, I think it's just a really, really beautiful song, I, lyrically and, and melodically, and. I stand by the fact. Hit me. That, Phil Collins. Right. Did not have to go that hard. I was in. Is in. But he did. Oh yeah. With with Tarzan and, and Brother Bear. Okay, I've never seen Brother Bear. Oh, you need to. It's so good. Okay, I will. Please do. My favourite song's from Brother Bear. Um, is it I'm On My Way? Is yeah. that? Yeah. yeah. I'm on my way. <laughs> You're like, that is, that is not how it goes. I mean, it was close. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay, nice. Bill Collins. Yeah, he Just, did. He did. He went I thought straight tar- for this music. Look, yeah, I can't really say, I can't really comment on Brother Bear, but Tarzan, Tarzan's a great soundtrack. Trash in the Camp from Tarzan. What a yeah. banging song. Yeah, for sure. Oh. Son, son of man. Son of man. Two worlds, one family. Two worlds, one family. What's the other one that he does? Strangers like me. Strangers yeah. like me. They're all so good. Yeah. Maybe that's why I don't really care for you'll be in my heart because I like all the others better. Maybe. Maybe that's it. Can I give one more honourable mention? Oh, go on then. It's from a musical. Okay. He a lives Disney in, musical. He actually. lives in you. The reprise from the Lion King <laughs> musical. I don't know what the reprise is like. Is it is it less? Rafiki sings it as opposed to Mufasa. I see. And it's about it's it's the moment when he, when she, tells him to like look at the water and mm. seeing that the reflection. And... The reflection. He lives in you. All right. Favorite Disney food. Oh. Um... That can be anything. It can be a snack. It can be a meal. It can be a drink if actually you want to. It just mm. favorite Disney thing to eat. I'm gonna pick a meal that I had when I went on holiday, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna say it was probably my meal at Sanaa, at Animal Kingdom. Yes, Animal Kingdom Lodge. Animal Kingdom Lodge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, we did. We as part of our. Well, it wasn't a meal plan, was it? But with our with our voucher that we got, dining with voucher. our dining credit voucher, jeez. Um, we there was a few restaurants that we wanted to try. Sonal was one of them. We went and we had a great time, and also mainly because also the because of where it is. Like they were like, okay, your table ready in ten minutes. Feel free to kind of like wait out either outside or here. So we were like, oh, let's go outside to like the little um little courtyard yeah, almost. Yeah. And it was just a giraffe walking walking past. It was mad. It was mad. Wow. I was just like, this is cool. So yeah, the setting combined with great food. They did this like naan bread with like, it came with like 10 different dips and it was like like a naan bread experience. Ah, so good. 
if, is it beige to say the Mickey ice cream sandwich? It's, it's just really, it's you know what you're getting, and it's just really good. And it's always good every time. Yeah, yeah, it hits. I I must say I do prefer the premium bar. Interesting. We started with the premium bar, and then we went on to the ice cream sandwich, and we're like, is. this is better. I just I think I think the premium bar is lighter, mm. so I think you know it's super hot for me. I was like that. It's like a bit like a magnum. Yeah, it's a less messy. Ice. I think the problem when you're eating the sandwich is like yeah. you have your hands on the sandwich, so naturally as the ice cream melts, wrist. it starts to like yeah. become a bit chaotic. That didn't happen with Ryan. He ate it too quickly. So oh. yeah. So all right, we're gonna we're gonna move on. Okay. All right. We're gonna move on from that quick fire round that took twenty five minutes. Yep. <laughs> we're gonna plan your dream Disney day. Okay. This is a fantasy. Okay. So you don't have any rules really there are a, a couple of light rules but you you can eat as much as you want and you never get full okay you can magically switch between parks you don't have to like travel can you teleport you can teleport is it like you can go to a different country no it has to all be in the same resort okay. but you could be in epcot at 12 o'clock and then you could be in hollywood studios at 1201 okay like you can just magically do that um okay. You are allowed to request things to do on your dream day that have historically been in the park that are not there anymore. Okay, so rides that have like potentially been there and now aren't yep. there. You are not allowed to take things from different parks. So you could not watch Happily Ever After in Disneyland Park, for instance. Sure. You, you, you get Sure, it. sure, sure. So, Hit me. who are you with? Okay. Hmm. No, this is fun. Um, so I... <laughs> Um, so I went to, to Paris this year. Bear in mind, I'm not going. To, that's not the part that I'm choosing. Um, I went to Paris this year with three mates, and it was actually quite. Off, it was off the back of Disney World. So in my head, I was like, like I booked to go with my mates, and I was a bit like, was it? Is it going to be even great? Because I've just been to like, I've just had like the ultimate Disney holiday, and we had the best time. Mm-hmm. It was such a good group of people. We had a laugh the entire time, and. We shamefully, we would, we, it was ridiculous. We had great weather when we were there, and we were going on these rides, and it was a joke, but we took it so seriously. We would come off, and one of the mates would be like, "Okay, I need your rating for that ride out of 10. <laughs> you did it every ride, and for every single ride slash show, you were like we, solid we ten. Gave yeah. right, we gave like rankings, and then she like could create an average, and then on our Eurostar back, she like read from last to first. <laughs> rankings were that is amazing it that was, is my sort of level of expertise it was so funny because because obviously lots of it was personal experience like like personal experience or or how we felt about the ride when it happened so for example like the little boat ride that happens at the back love that of um, storybook Disneyland. yeah in storybook land that came like sixth because we went on it in blistering sunshine and it was that. really nice and we were like that's a good eight out of ten i think that ride wasn't it whereas like we kept referring to snow white as blanche niche we were like blanche niche four out of ten four out of ten so do you know what i had such a laugh with them i think i'd go with them all right so you go with your three mates three, go with my, three, was three mates yeah. that you went with yeah yeah okay, all right. it was two boys and two girls it was a nice dynamic it was fun Love also that. even numbers so good for rides good for rides pairings yeah uh, all right. Uh, where? Where are you waking up? Look, I'm so tempted just to to say Disneyland California because I've never been, but I don't have any knowledge. Yeah, yeah. So I feel that's a wasted choice. Mm-hmm. So 
we're probably we're. Do you know we're waking up? Screw it. If budget isn't a problem, no we're, in the, we're in the Grand we're in the Grand Floridian. Of course we are. Why not? Right. Why wouldn't we be? Are you in the hotel or are you in one of the villas? Um, what's bougie? What's more money? What costs more? Villas. We're in a villa. Oh, of course you are. All right. Yeah. So nice. You wake up in Grand Floridian villas. Yeah. Uh, what are you doing for breakfast? I didn't go, but I heard it's great. We'd probably get the monorail to Polynesian and go to Ahana because I've heard Ahana breakfast Love that. smacks. It it really does. It's very good. The breakfast potatoes. We did we did mm. we did do breakfast in the little place next door because we tried the Tonga toast. Captain Cooks. Mm, no no no. It's next to Ahana. It's literally in the same building, like, ca- com- something cafe. Kona cafe. Kona cafe. Because we tried the Tonga toast. Mm. Oh, it was it was great. It was it was really good. Okay. It was really good. But I think I try Ahana because just from watching things and seeing photos, those platters look outrageous. And also pre-COVID used to do like a conga with the characters around the restaurant. That just sounds fun. Yeah, we didn't get characters, unfortunately. Never mind. Um, okay, so you've had a breakfast at Ohana. Where are you mm. heading first? I think we'd probably get a boat over to Magic Kingdom. You'd jump on that boat? Yeah, I think Magic so. Kingdom. I think so. A little stroll and down Main Street? Yeah, I think we'd have to just do... Yeah, do you know what? Because none of the rides in Magic Kingdom scream out to me that like, I have to do this. Mm. No, Even it was like, hardest for us to pick a favourite ride in Magic Kingdom mm, as well. Because I think it's all just kind of samey. Mm. Um, so I think we probably just, yeah, more like have a stroll, have some cute castle photos. Maybe get some snacks. Yeah, get maybe go to that bakery sandwich. and get like a nice like rice crispy something. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like okay, cool. And then we hop. Okay, so we've got like, we've got a little magic fill. We then hop to Animal Kingdom mm. and right, okay, I'm only saying this because I've not even ridden this ride. So... <laughs> Expedition Everest, <laughs> when I went in 2005, was being built. Oh my god! So I was like, oh my god, can't wait to come back and ride that ride. 17 years later, I come back. It's closed for refurbishment. <laughs> I'm, I'm that fuming. Is, that's, that's just some sort of bad karma, isn't it? Isn't like... it? So I've never ridden the ride. So I think we'd have to go we'd to Animal to Kingdom yeah. and, go and go on Everest. Because I think that, you would absolutely Just to say that it. I've done it. And as a roller coaster junkie, like I love a roller coaster, so and everyone says that's probably up there as the best one in, like on Disney property. I'm guessing now that's changed with Guardians, but um, do you know what I mean? Like that's yeah, no, it's that, I, it's that. Anyway, I think so you would we'll do it. that. Cool, we're gonna do that. We're gonna then probably do flight of passage. Mm-hmm. There's no wait, so you can do yeah, okay. There's no wait. There's no wait times. Yeah, okay. stunning. Um, and then. Are you have any snacks? Yeah, Feel free to mm, throw them in. No, there. cool. Yeah, well, let's get a Mickey ice cream sandwich because why not? And then we're gonna jump. I want to watch a show. I feel like I should watch a show. Where, where was a good show? I mean, you could do the Frozen sing along. Mm, oh, pass. Indiana Jones, mm, Beauty and the Beast. Uh, oh, yeah. Okay. Um, I don't think you're gonna okay. enjoy any. We're of We're not the doing the show. I didn't yeah. see Phantasmic, so I can't comment. Uh, um, I, that would be my choice, but I didn't get to see it either. Mm, so sad. We'd probably go to Yak and Yeti as well and get some honey chicken. Oh, I loved that. Yeah, it was good. Although it was essentially just like sweet and sour chicken. I it was, yeah. I mean, it wasn't groundbreaking, it, it was, but it was just really what you needed. It was built up for me, and I was slightly disappointed, but I also really liked the hamburger pods from... Um... Chili Canteen? Yeah. We were underwhelmed by them. Oh, fair play. Because they got built up, and we were like, oh, it's just all right, isn't it? Yeah, that was sort of as much. Um, yeah, I kind of. They really happened. Mean, I liked them. I did like them. I would um, eat them again, but I wouldn't choose them necessarily. Oh, uh, cool. So naturally, we then teleport. Uh, so, so we rank all the rides that we've done. So we rank obviously Everest and Flight of Passage. Ten out of ten. 
Um, I'm trying to think there's anything else in that ride that I do like. Do you know what? I think after lunch we probably would go on safari. Maybe we'd feed some honey chicken to the animals as we go around Because on the you safari. would be allowed to because it's your dream day. <laughs> because it's Please the... don't do that at home, children. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we do that. Then we go, cool, had enough, cute, have a cute photo outside Tree of Life, stunning, mm-hmm. teleport to studios. Oh, here we go. We then really have, like, there. I'd say, like, yeah, because this is an afternoon now, so we probably have about four hours of just, like, every thrill that we can get. <laughs> so I'm talking Tower of Terror, I'm talking rock and roll, although I wasn't that, that wasn't as good as I remembered, because I think it's just an old roller coaster now. So, like, when you go on it when you're 12, it's very different to going on it. When you're 28. When you're 28, 29. Yeah, 29. Yeah. Uh, I was, how old was I? I was 28 when I went. Um, it was very different going on it to when you're 28. It just, it's old. Yeah. It hurts. Mm. A little bit. There's stuff that hurts less. And like, it's fun, but it's, Guardians does it's not hurt. fine. Yeah, no, I've heard it about new. this. Because it's new. <laughs> um, Slinky Dog back row, because I think that's the only way for it to be remotely thrilling. I was bitterly disappointed by that ride. No, it was, it was we fun. We went once on it. Okay. On the back row. Yeah. In the dark? Nope. It was just normal. Okay, no, it's and nice. We were like, it was more fun in the dark, because it's all lit up. That was... It, it, all we did was sort of went, all right, we enjoyed... I'm going to tell you this right now, and you're going to look at me in disgust. We enjoyed Alien Swelling Saucers more than Sinky Dog. I'm going to have to leave. <laughs> Josh I, puts the microphone down. <laughs> exits. Exits the room. I just... There was nothing to Slinky Dog for us. No, I enjoyed I think, it. I, think I did it enjoy was, it. It was built up so much that it was like, oh my gosh, this is like so much faster and so much more intense than we expected it to be. That we then expected it to be more intense. Okay. And fast. Because I think people were shocked at what it was. I thought the theme was great, and also we did it at night once as well, and it it was better with everything yeah, lit up I can and imagine. and that bit where it does like three yes. hills in a row it was fun anyway we do slinky we do two story mania and we get uber competitive we then walk around and go do rise the resistance do you know what i'm gonna leave smugglers run i wasn't that fast no neither was i i felt a bit sick yeah same yeah yeah and, I, and simulators don't usually make me feel sick no. and it did and then we look back around and we do mickey and runnies mickey and runnies mickey and minnie's runaway rail train my favorites oh it was great it was so fun and then we get a cute photo in front of china pavilion mm-hmm. not china pavilion what's that Chinese called theater. china's theater and then we teleport again mm-hmm. to Internet Oh, I know what's happening. I know yeah. what's coming. Cool, you know what's coming, coming, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> because I was fuming at You're you. fuming at me. Anyway. <laughs> I, you know, we, we, we go, we've landed straight in the French Pavilion. Mm-hmm. And then we go on Ratatouille just because it's Ratatouille. Go have some dinner at some point, by the way. Oh, yeah. Don't want you to be all about the rides when you've got some food to get in there. Oh, I'm trying to think. Oh, I've left Animal Kingdom. I can't go to Sinai anymore. You do what um, you want. No, but there's a lot of good stuff in Epcot. I think we probably go snacking. I think we probably do a Eat bit the of. World. Pardon? Eat around the world. Yeah, a little yeah. bit. Maybe get a, like, like a nice baked good from the French place, and then go over to Italy. Keep walking around to Italy and get mm. some pizza. Oh no, I've completely changed my mind. We're not doing that. Okay. Screw the snacks. All right. All right. <laughs> we go round to the Japanese pavilion. And we go to... What? Teppanito. Uh, Teppanito. Yeah, which we did. That was great. Okay. That was such a good meal. Sorry. Ratatouille. We've got a reservation (laughs) at Teppanito. We do Teppanito, which is great. That's like a show and a dinner in itself. Mm -hmm. Really enjoyed that. I think we'd probably have a nice long walk around Epcot to the big bull. The big bull? Um, And do Spaceship Earth, which I actually... 
really quite like. It slaps. I really. Why was I it so it good? I, d- I don't understand it either. Uh, I thought was it was going to be. <laughs> she is Angela Lansbury. Yeah. I just I wasn't expecting it to be as good as it was. I expected it to be a bit lame and a bit like old. It was just really educational, it and was I was really like, good. I'm really valuing what I'm learning today here. And I really world. like the bit where you go backwards into all like the stars. <laughs> I was like, oh. I was, just really, I was just, I, yeah, and then when we came out, I just looked at the board and was like, as if that ride is in that. I know. That's what I couldn't help but thinking. I know. So good. And all of the, the fun, cute little memory tests and stuff. At the end, yeah, the, the end little, like, can do. education station at the end. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, I loved it. It was fun. We then come out and uh, we're nice and close to do Guardians because we do it because I've not done it. And look, I'm going to go on it and pretend that it's the best thing I've ever been on and we all rate it yeah, number one. Yeah. Um, and you get a banging song. And... We get a really good song. And yeah. then probably find our place for the fireworks and we watch Harmonious which you did not see and I still haven't quite forgiven you for it I got um, messages on our sort of final night from Josh to say you need to watch Harmonious make sure you watch Harmonious have you watched Harmonious and I was like we didn't get to watch it and he was like no and it's going it's going I've been reliably informed that there is a video of it on Disney Plus I think there's a very good well filmed video of it sure but watching it, it live was really good I know Horrific. It was so really sorry. good, and the soundtrack. Have you listened to the soundtrack? I have. Did you not Very think good. those orchestrations are just Incredible. awesome? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome, and the mashups and. It's very, very good. Yeah. And it's been. I've been reliably informed by many people that Harmonious is a, like so much better than Enchantment. I saw Enchantment and I was like, "This is cute." Yeah, that was it. No, I had no emotion towards it. Mm, no, and I can't really comment on Phantasmic or Happily Ever After because I never saw them. But anyway, so you're finishing your night with so, harmonious. Yeah, we do harmonious, and then do you know what? We're close to the boardwalk, so then do we just go find a place to get drunk? I don't really know. No, that's not very. Jelly Disney. rolls. Jelly what? rolls is the piano bar, isn't it? Is yeah. it? I oh, know we didn't. We didn't. I didn't do that. Did I don't do know that. that is. You're but you know what? I think that's just a really nice day to end, and that also that day sounds exhausting. So <laughs> we then <laughs> get the monorail background to the Grand Floridian. To the Grand Floridian. And we go to bed in your lovely little villa. Yeah. Well, that was great. It was a very intense day. And oh, I love before it. before we go, we also get obviously the photo in front of the ball. So we've had like all four photos, all like you know four I mean? parks one day situation. Yeah, I love that. I don't know when we'll have time to rest or we you don't. We don't. But, but you it's don't one, get tired. But it's one day, so why yeah. would you know? Absolutely. A couple of questions. Yeah, for I know. I feel this has probably run really long. If you were okay, a character. Oh God. So, for instance, if you were to work at the Disney store, R.I.P. And you had a little <laughs> a little name underneath your name. Like you have the, the name badge that would say Josh, and then underneath it has a character. Oh, does it? Okay. It does. It's usually like the character that you, you, you'd choose. Like a spirit animal. Yeah. What? Who, who would you be? Oh, woof. I, I, I need to stop saying woof. Um, <laughs> just, it's just like a hard question. Do you know what character came to mind? And I don't know if it's because of where I'm working at the moment. Okay. Pumba? <laughs> I dread to think why. Just, just, I just eat a lot. <laughs> just eat a lot. Just eat a lot. No, it wouldn't be. Put, that's what came to my mind. And I don't really know why. Um, Merryweather. <laughs> not Merry, not Merryweather. Um, maybe Sully from Monsters Inc. All right. Maybe. Why is that? I'm just quite tall and I like cuddles. <laughs> I just don't. I like cuddles. That's a good enough reason for me. Okay. All right. I reckon we've thought that would not be the answer, but let's go with that. Which ride in any Disney park would you work on, given the opportunity? None. I think it looks really boring. 
I love your honesty. Thanks. No, come on, that's dull. Just okay. li- getting right. people in and out of rides. Okay, right. Different and question. just being like, oh, yeah, have a good one. Thumbs up. Push the green button. Off we go. In any department in a Disney park. Okay. Which would it be? Changing it up a little bit. Oh, an Imagineer. Yeah, I mean, of course. Yeah, of course. Design rides. Yeah. You were the first person that said that. Of course you would. You design what's going in the park. So it would be it would be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. No, Good I'm with you there. All right. Okay. Last question. Okay. It can be five separate words or one sentence, but I'd like you oh, to okay. sum up Disney in five words. Thank okay. You. Okay. This is going to this is going to be a bit like not out there, but slightly summing up what I think it means to enjoy Disney as a kid and as an adult and also a good mantra Mm -hmm. for life. Okay, here we go. Who cares what others think? Nice. Nice. I like that. Yeah? Yeah. 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 That's good. Yeah, your opinions on things, the characters you like, the films you like. Who you are. Someone disagrees with you. You kind of go, okay, who cares? Yeah. Who cares what Because in the grand scheme of things, it doesn't matter. That is a good mantra to live by. I completely yeah. agree. Well, thank you very much for coming on this podcast. No, it's been very exciting. Me. It's been fun, isn't Firstly, it? Firstly, we get to see each other again. I know, so nice. And secondly, lots of people have got to hear all about your opinions on Disney. So, <laughs> and some, again, some may be somewhat controversial. <laughs> I'm sure no. it will be. I'm, everyone, everyone I'm sure will people it. will enjoy where, something I've said. <laughs> where can the folks find you on social media? I'm on Instagram and Twitter. I'm at Josh Sinclair underscore on both. So that's oh, Josh S T C L A I R underscore. Yeah, I don't think it let me put it in the middle. Weird. Yeah, I thought you no, had a 93 cool. in there at one point. I did. I got rid of it because I was tired of people knowing how old I was. <laughs> Sorry, my bad. <laughs> He's why, why are you coming for me on the podcast? <laughs> I'm having such a nice time. Why are you ruining it? <laughs> He's almost 30. Um, no, don't, because it's true. And <laughs> I'm terrified. Well, so if you want to find him uh, at Josh, Josh or not? Josh. Just Josh. Josh St. Clair underscore on Instagram and Twitter. All right. Well, thank you very much for being here. Thank you. Um, and I will see all of you again next week for another episode. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.